a song of trust upon the Lord. He's the only one that we can count on. And as we count upon him, he will never fail Amen. or disappoint in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Quickly, let's go to the topic of tonight. By the special grace of God. Daddy, I thank you for this privilege which you have given to me to speak tonight. I have nothing to offer. Lord, use me tonight, speak through me. I pray, may this word that will come forth today illuminate our spirit, soul, and body. May we catch light, revelations from your word tonight in the name of Jesus. Meet each and every one of us at the point of our needs tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Please, let's quickly open our Bibles to the anchor scripture of tonight. We have two scriptures, which are the anchor scriptures, but we have other scriptures that we'll be looking at as we go on. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 29. It's a popular verse. Jeremiah chapter 29, uh, verse 11. Sorry. Yes, yes, 29 verse 11. Then we also read um, Romans 8, 28. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Okay. For I know the thought that I think toward you. For I know the thoughts. Says, says the Lord. Yes. Thought of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Okay. The Lord says he knows the thoughts he takes towards us. It says they are taught of peace and not of evil, but to give us an expected end. Amen. So let's read Romans 8. Romans 8. 8, 8. And we know that all things work together for us. And we know is a word of short. And we know, okay, that all things work together for good to them that love God. Yes. To them who are the who are the God according to his purpose? And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. And to them who are the called according to his purpose. Tonight, by the special grace of God, we shall be, you know, discussing on this topic. Living in the perfect will of God. Living in the perfect will of God. According to what we read, the passages that we read tonight, where this evening, we were told there, God is saying and speaking categorically to us, that he knows the thoughts that he takes towards everyone here. He says it's a thought of peace and not of evil, but to give each and every one of us an expected end. And that has to do with God's will. And when we talk about the will of God, what is the will of God? The will of God has to do with his word. Has to do with God's counsel. The will of God is God's plan. The will of God is God's purpose. The will of God is God's decree. The will of God is God's command. The will of God is God's directives. The will of God is God's initiative. 
this explains what the will of God is. Now, we know that our God is a sovereign God. The Bible says that he declares, you know, the kingdom of men from on high. He declares what happens in the kingdom of God from on high. If you read Daniel chapter 4 from verse 17 to 35. He's a supreme being. And when he operates in his sovereign will, sovereign authority, no man, nobody can stop him. His words must surely come to pass. Whenever he's operating in his sovereign will, you cannot stop it. No Jupiter, no Satan, no devil can stop the sovereign will of God. And that is his decree. In Isaiah chapter 46 verse 10, he says, declaring the end from the beginning. And from the ancient times, things that are not done. He said, I will, he said, I will do my counsel. I will take my counsel and I will do my good pleasure. I will do what I desire, what I want to do. That is the God that we are serving. He can never fail, he can never change. The Bible told us, he said, I will have mercy upon whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion. Upon whom I will have compassion. He made us to understand. In Romans chapter 9, from verse 12 to 17, is an account of two unborn babies in the name of uh, Esau and Jacob. The Bible told us why they were yet in their mother's womb. They've not known good and bad. But God has already declared their end. He said, Esau I hate, but Jacob I love. And he said, he said, I raised Pharaoh for this purpose, that I might show my hands, my mighty power upon the land. And all men should we know that I'm a, I'm a great God. That is the God we are serving. That is when he's operating in sovereign rule. Who remember in the days of King Kaznesa, he forgot that he being in that power, it is God that gave him the grace to rule in those days. He ruled over 120 provinces. Do you know what ruled over 120 provinces? It's not only in this country, other countries were under him, 120 countries. And he got to a point in his life, he began to ascribe greatness to himself. He said, I built Babylon. <laughs> he decided to take the glory of God and God came. Say a voice came and say, Say today your throne has been taken away from you. He said, Let him be given the mind of a beast and let seven seasons cross over him. That is God. He declares what happens. And when he's operating in suffering pain, nobody can stop him. I want us to know this God so that we know how we see him, we know how we follow him. Because he's not a man that he will lie. Neither the son of man, he will change his mind. Whenever he says he will do a thing, he will surely do it. Undermining the situation, undermining what you are going through. He is God. He said, I am God, I change it not. Our God can never change and he can never fail. So that is God. When he is operating in his sovereign, sovereignty, that is his will. His will of sovereignty can never be altered. It can never. But when he's operating in his will of command, it can be altered. Yes. 
His will of command, it can be altered. It's broken. And that will of command is for us. For us, his children. But most times, we break those wills and he overlooks them. Praise God. We break them every day. Even as we are seated here, we have already broken. Each and every one of us has broken one command. One of his free tasks, his command. This is not sovereign will. This has to do with revealed will. We, we pray them. We pray them. Praise the Lord. Now God is saying to us that he knows the thoughts that he has for us. And if we read from Romans chapter 12, from verse 2, he says there, he said, be you not conformed. But be you what transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may be able to test, to prove that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So how can you be able to be renewed? It is through the word of God. It is through the word of God that you'll be renewed and you'll be able to test, to test and to approve what is that good. What is that uh, acceptable? And what is that word? Perfect will. Praise the Lord. And uh, I want us to know how are we living? I'm talking about living in the perfect will of God. What is now perfect will of God? Perfect will of God has to do with the plans and the purpose of God for every believer. That plan is either a plan of good. That plan is his what? Glory for us. And that plan includes sufferings. That plan includes trials that comes to us in life. You may be saying, how can we be perfect? And sufferings are included. How can we be perfect? And pains are included. How can we be perfect? And trials are included. You know the second verse? The Bible was read in Romans 8 28. It said, For we know, and we know that all things work together. He said, All things. He did not classify it whether good or bad. So when something is all things, so it, it means that that thing can be what? Good or bad. But he said, All things work together for our good. To them that love God. Is working for your good, for you that love God, that is working in His perfect will. Is working for your good. And to them who have been called according to His what purpose, God called you for His purpose. He called you for His will. He called you for His for His pleasure. So all things must work for your good, whether bad or good. They must work work for your good, and that is God's perfect will. Praise the Lord. Praise Master Jesus. Many Christians today, they cannot accept the position they are. They cannot accept the place which they are right now. Their lives is filled with serious problems. These problems, these bodies are lingering ones. It's not something that just comes today and go. It lingers. 
The problem can be as what? A liquid sickness that refuses. Refuse, you know, medical attention. And also has refused prayer. That problem may be as a lack, a lingering lack in your life. In one areas of your life, you have been lacking one thing or the other. And it's not as if you are not living in the perfect will of God. And it's as if it's not as if you are not, you know, living according to the will of God. But these things are happening. So many of us are facing abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse. It's happening. And we are living as children of God. Many of us are going through marital abuse. Abuse is from our spouse. Whether the man or the woman. We are going through this. Remember the word says, we are going through it. Praise God. We are going through this. Some of us are going through financial crisis. Financial battle. You have tried all you can. Some of us have gone to the extent of, you know, giving out all their goods, all their ways, in order for the door to be open and nothing is happening. Praise the Lord. Some of us are going through a lot of crisis and we are asking. We are asking God, Pastor. God, what is happening? God, what is happening? Some of us are saying, ah, why me? God, why me? God, why me? Why am I going through these troubles? Why am I going through this challenge? Why me? Lord, I have kept myself. I have not defied my body. I have given you my all. Even when the temptation came for me to defy my body, I have kept it for you, Lord. Is that not enough sacrifice? Is, not, is that not enough proof to show you that I love you? Some of us have gone, you know, we have gone, you know, days without food. We have fasted. We have prayed. We have gone out, out for evangelism. We have won souls. We have done all that we can do. And still, this problem refuses to go. Praise the Lord. These problems continue. And you are asking God questions. You are asking God questions. God, am I not serving you? Why all this? Why all this? Why all this? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, when I give talk about something, I always like to use myself as an example. It's not just coming out to preach and just talk and it ends there. You must cite an example with your life. Praise God. <laughs> I've been going through some recent um, trials in my life. Praise God. I begin to ask God questions. I would say, although in my early life, I've known what is to be in lack, but I thank God that God changed the situation and things begin to blossom. Praise God. And uh, I'm somebody by the special grace of God. You know, you know when people comes around me, they always love me. That grace is there. Praise God. And that is how I've been living my life. And I'm also a person that <laughs> 
I cannot be in a place where things are not going on well. I don't have that patience. That's my problem. I don't have that patience. If I see something is not going on well and something I can do, I will go ahead and do it. And if people are not doing, doing it, maybe I'm not in a position to do it, I can be at the background and be shouting, why is this thing not done? Why is it not like this? Why is I don't have patience. Praise God. I'm saying this because it's now a testimony. Praise God. And uh, to God be the praise, to God be the glory. Things turn around in my home. The man that used to be so loved, he changed. He became another man, I'm telling you. He became another man. Sometimes I used to, I would be gazing at him and say, God, is this the man I marry or what is happening? Praise the Lord. Things turn around. So terrible. Comfort I was receiving, mm, I was deprived of it. My due benevolence, mm, I was deprived of it. Nothing, nothing. Even to the point to the children, it was also affecting them. I said, this must be ha. I began to pray. To God be the glory. I thank God. Because at least he gave me the strength to pray. I'll be praying. You know, because I know that most times then, if I have challenge, I will call upon him. I will pray, call his face. So many times that we have spoken through the mouth of people, the way I used to disturb him. Yes, so, the way I disturb God. And I will disturb him to the extent. <laughs> I'll be pointing. Why I'm pointing at him is that I'll be pointing his words to him and say, God, this is what you said. You, you are not a liar. This thing was as if I'm commanding him to do, do that. To, the, the change was gone. I told him the type that like this to happen. So I don't have that patience. Patience is not in my dictionary bag. Let this be going. Praise God. So God wanted to teach me. He's teaching me. I'm still learning. He wanted to teach me another way of life. As far as I'm in his perfect will. Ha! Things block everywhere. Hey, to the extent I will run to Pastor Donald, I will call him on the phone. He will call me. I will go to, I will come around. I will tell him, sir, this thing, oh, sir, this one, oh. sir, even to himself. He knows what I'm going through. He knows that it is only God that can intervene in this situation. It is only God that can intervene. <laughs> Sometimes you see Satan. See, let me tell you, whether it's whether it's Satan or whether it's God, because most times when things are happening, we always cause Satan. Satan is not always the cause of the problem, never. If you see 90% of our problems are caused by God. Yes. You want, do you want the proof? What concerns Job with uh, with uh, Satan? Bible says when the children of uh, the children of God came to worship him and give him thanks. And Satan too came because he was a son before. He came along and God said, okay, ah, you came along. He said, yes. He said, why are you going to say, go and throw the earth? A madman is looking for who? And he said, and he see, they left that discussion and entered Job that is in his house. JJ that doesn't know. He said, have you considered my servant, Job, that there is no one like him? 
He's a man that is true evil. He's upright. He's this God started campaigning. He gave him all the lists, qualities of a Job. And Satan said, eh, Job cannot serve you for nothing. It's because you protect him, you give him everything. Why would he serve you? Touch all those things now, and you'll see what will happen. And God said, eh, eh let's enter into all these things. But they better. It's okay, go and try him, but don't touch his life. And what happened? Eh, the man that can kill and destroy, he you go, you go, you begin to destroy. In one day, before Job will finish one, another story, another story. If it was many of those that collapsed and died, it's true. I know of many people that died just because they are, maybe one of their property was destroyed. They died. And you know that they died and at the end of the day. Yes, but let me say the property was as long as this house and it just cut some parts here. They have already died. The son took over and made the place more better. And he's already in grave. Praise the Lord because his confidence and trust is in his wealth. Praise God. And when sudden, you know, trouble came, the man went away with it. So many people have gone that way. Praise the Lord. So that is it. You know, God wanted to fulfill a purpose. That is his will. There's something he wants to establish. He wants to establish something. <laughs> so when I was, God, I love you. You know I love you. I love you. With all my heart, I love you. With all my soul. God will be looking and say, yes. This is my son. This is my daughter. I really love me. Then God will try and say, okay, let me know. This man really loved me. Remember when Jesus Christ went away. A mission was given to them, to the disciples. And Peter was the man in charge. Peter looked and said, me, I don't understand this guy's story. I don't understand this guy's story. I mean, me, I go a fish, you know. Who won't join me? Other disciples joined him. And when Jesus saw them, do you know what he called them? You know, normally he used to call them friends. Do you know what he called them? He said children. Yes, because they behave like children. He said, children, have you caught any fish? And at the end of the day, when they discovered that it was the Lord, the Bible said, Peter died behind for himself. He said, hey, shame. And now Jesus has to help him. He said, Peter, do you love me? He said, Peter, Peter, do you love me more than this? Peter said, ah, God, you know Jesus, you know I love you. He said, feed my, feed my lamp, oh. Do you love me more than this? The second time, the Bible said, Peter, verse. So why you could ask me this question? Now, he, he's a bit, he knows my heart. And the third time again, he asked him, Peter, Peter, do you love me more than this? Are you loving me? Are you following me because of these things? Because of these things. So at times, God allowed this to perfect us, to make us perfect. To make us perfect. You know that our works will be tested for fire. Some of us, our works will be born, but we'll be saved. But God wants our works to be saved and also us to be saved as well. Praise the Lord. I thank God for the Holy Ghost. He knows how he does his things. Praise Master Jesus. Praise Master Jesus. So, that is it. Now, coming to the main thing. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 12 he says, Yea, yea that must walk godly. Yea that must live and walk godly in Christ must what? Suffer persecution. <laughs> if you want to walk godly in Christ, eh, you must suffer persecution. So many of us think 
that once my Christ, all trouble has gone. No, we will suffer persecution. Look at Mark chapter 10. That story. <laughs> Initially, I used to read it, but when my eye came to it, I said, wow, this is a serious business. Mark 10, verse 28 to 30. The Bible said that Peter was telling Jesus, he said, ah, Master, as we have left everything and followed you, we have left everything and followed you. What is our game? Then Jesus said, any man that forsake father, deny mother, lose land, anything for my sake and the gospel, he said, for, say for a shorty, he will get it back in what? In hundred folds. He will get land. He will gain brethren, sisters and brothers. With what? Ah, uh, you do not see it there. He said, with what? Persecution. Which is added. Persecution is added. Praise the Lord. So persecution is added to it. Praise God. So you are going to face tribulations. You are going to face trials. So those trials that you are going through, please take it with all joy. You know, these days we don't want to preach about persecution. We want to preach about all is well. And Jesus, all is well, abundance, the goodness, favor, problem, put away. You are just wasting your time. Praise God. It is part of it. Trials, pains, agonies are part of it. Praise the Lord. Praise Master Jesus. I want us to read something. You know, I want to give us examples of those people that went through this. They have a perfect example that we should look up to. Jesus Christ was the perfect example. Praise God. The Bible says in Hebrew chapter 12, I want us to read that place. It's not just, let's read it. Hebrew chapter 12, from verse 2 to 7. And Philippians chapter 2, from verse 5 to 11. Hebrews 12, verse 2. Yes. Looking up to Jesus, uh -huh. the author and the finisher of our faith. Okay, we should who look God. up to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, yes. Who for the joy that was set before him. Yes, for the joy that was set before him. Yes. Endure the cross. Endure the cross. Despising the shame. Despise, he despised the shame. Yes. And he sits down at the right hand He's of God. He's sitting the down at the right hand of God. For he, consider him that endured such contradiction of sin. Now they are telling us, let us consider this person that endured all these contradictions. All these contradictions. He enjoyed it. Yes, what happened? Least ye be wearied and faint in your heart. He said, least that we be what? Wearied and faint in heart. Many of us are already wearied. We are already fainting in our hearts because of the situations we are going through. Yes, there's something I want to hear. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood. Have we resisted unto blood? None of us have resisted unto blood. But this man, when he was in the form and nature of a man, he resisted this. But we today, we're already complaining. We're already giving up. So many have committed suicide. So many Christians, they have already done that. They're already giving up on life. They are worried. They're already fainted in heart. Praise the Lord. Let's see Philippians 2, verse 5 to 11. Philippians chapter 2, from verse 5. Let this mind be in you. Yes. Which was also in Christ. Which was also in Christ. There is a mind that God wants to have, let us to have now, in this time, yes? 
Who being in the form of God, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery. He did not think it robbery to be equal with God. But made himself of no reputation. He brought himself down and took upon him the form of a servant. He took upon him a, the form of a servant. He was made in the likeness of men. Yes. And being found in fashion as a man, yes. he humbled himself. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, yes. even the death of the cross. Yes. Let's end there. He humbled himself and died the death on the cross. Why did he humble himself? So that the purpose, the will of God can be fulfilled for mankind. And in Hebrew chapter 5 verse 8, because of time, the Bible says he lacked obedience through the sufferings he went through. Jesus doesn't know what is obedience. Um, understand me. It is God. He's one that talked about obedience. But he has not experienced what it is to be obedient. Just like you are the person, um, I don't know how we put, put it. Okay, you are the person that say, don't touch this. If you touch this book, this is what we're going to happen. He's the one. He knows what will happen. Now, look at him now. Coming now to be the one that telling, don't touch this thing. If you touch it, it will harm you. Are you getting me now? So he learns obedience through his sufferings. There are so many things God wants us to learn. In this journey of life, that is why he is allowing so many things that is going on. Jesus had to learn obedience through the sufferings. What, what you are going through, there is something God wants you to learn. There is something God wants to build out of your life. There is something he wants you to gain. In those suffering, Jesus Christ was patient. Do you know that a time came, I love what Peter said. Peter said something in 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 12. Because of time, he said, do not see those fairy trials that come to you like a simply strange thing is what is happening. He said, all those trials that you are going through, he said, don't see it as if, hey, a strange thing is happening. It's not a strange thing. You should see it that this is this is part of it. That is what makes the journey complete. Let me tell you, if we are not going through troubles, many of us will not come to church. Please, let's be truthful to ourselves. If there is no need in our life, many of us will forget God. What do I need? That is what is happening over there. Life is comfortable for them. So when you are talking that God is God of prosperity, they'll be looking at you. What is prosperity when everything is there? Praise God. But they are missing it. So Peter is admonishing us that we should not see those things, those very trials that is coming to us as if there is one strange thing. No, it's not strange. It's part of it. Do you know that it came to a point in Jesus' life? In Matthew 26, from 39 to 42, he said in 38, he said, my disciples, he said, my soul is sorrowful, very sorrowful unto death. He said, carry with me, let's pray. And he went, in verse 39, he told God, he said, Baba God, hey, I know I agreed to this agreement from beginning, you know. That time I, I don't have seen the form of God. But now they inform in flesh. Now it's the two the shots are go feed one. He began to negotiate. He, the flesh in him was speaking. 
He said, Oh God, he said, if it's possible, let this cup pass away from me. But they still burned us. <laughs> Not my will, sir, but let your will be done. He said that in 39. Look at what he said in 42. By the time he came back, he made them sleep. He said, Come on, tarry with me for just one hour. He went back to prayer and he said, God, if I must. He now changed the word. He said, If I must take this, uh, take this cup, he said, Let your will be done. He submitted to the perfect will of God. That was the perfect will of God. Praise the Lord. Even that sorrow, even that shame, even that death was God's perfect will. For you and for me. Because if he had backed out, we wouldn't have been saved today. Praise the Lord. So some of the things you are going in, it may be because of your family. It may be because of your husband. God wants to use you to save that man. It may be because of your born children. It may be because of one person or the other, God is using you to make a pathway for them. Just endure it. He said, endure hardship like soldier. And he said, no man that worried as a soldier does not work, entangled himself with the face of men, as face of life, that he may please him who has enlisted him as a soldier. My brethren, this is what God wants us to know tonight. Because so many of our hearts are heavy. We are asking a lot of questions. We are asking a lot of questions. Jesus went through it. And he wants us to go through it. As far as that is the purpose of God for your life. Go through it. Enjoy it in the name of Jesus Christ. Enjoy it in the name of Jesus. Colossians chapter 1, 9 to 12. This is what Apostle Paul was saying to the church in Colossians. And I'm going to state there. In verse 9, Apostle Paul, when he heard the stories, he heard the testimonies, he heard the faith of the Colossian church, how they trust God, all the trials they were going through, and how they stayed put. He was so happy. He now began to pray for them. He said, this is our sincere prayer. What is prayer? He said, one, that you may come unto the full understanding of God. Spiritual wisdom and knowledge may be your portion. Two, another prayer he said, that you may, may, you may walk worthy. There is how you can walk that may not be worthy. He said you may walk worthy and that you will bring what fruitful. You may be fruitful in all good works. In your character, you'll be fruitful. Through your good character, people will come to the knowledge of God. How people see you react to things and situation, it will draw people to him. And he said that you'll be strengthened by his glorious power. So that, you know, when you are strengthened by God's glorious power, that power helps you to be patient. That power makes you to be long-suffering. That's the fruit of the Spirit begin to manifest. And that power helps you to be joyful. Praise God. You will no longer count it. James said, count it all joy. When you what? Fall into diverse temptation. He said you will see it, you take it as a joyful thing. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 12 verse 3 says, he said out of what? He said, therefore I said to you, he said out of what? The well of uh, let, I don't, uh, let me not miss it. He said out of joy you will draw what? Water from the well of salvation. Praise God. The Lord wants us to be thankful in all situations. According to 1 Thessalonians 5.18, he 
He said, in everything. He said, in everything. Not in some things. He said, in everything. He said, give thanks. Because this is the will. This is the will. This is the plan. This is the purpose of God. To you in Christ Jesus. My bishop used to say. He said, if you are thankful, you will be thankful. If you're a person that is always thankful, you thank God. You'll be what? Thank. You're thankful. God will fill your thank. Praise the Lord. So the will of God is that we should always thank Him in all situations. Praise the Lord. And we should see that pain. We should embrace that pain. We should not allow that pain, that trial to overwhelm us. We should not allow it. Praise the Lord. We should not allow it. To overwhelm us. And uh, the question I want to ask before I call around it all, the question is, have you made peace with your present situation? Now look into your situation, what you are going through. Have you made peace now? It's okay. I understand. So I, all these things are happening. It just, it's not as if God doesn't know. See, do you know that nothing happens without God's consent? I'm telling you, whether good or bad, nothing happens. Somebody asked a question. He said, when a, a little girl is abused, what would you say to it? Would you say that it is the, it is the will of God? Praise Master Jesus. And the person answered the question. He said, it is not the will of God that that young person, you understand me, would be abused. Hmm? But nothing would have happened to that girl if God wanted that girl not to be abused. There are thousands of ways that God would have averted that girl from being abused. But he still allowed it. <laughs> Amen. We remember the story of Joseph. The Bible says, the thing they did, they, they were angry, envious of him. But they did not know they were helping him to fulfill his uh, words. His destiny. His, the perfect will of God for his life. His parents, he, they, I mean, they sold him to slavery. And what did they do? They lied to their father. And after lying to their father, everything ended that way. And God was training that young man. He went through those process. See the process he went. He became a servant. Somebody that was well loved, nurtured, and taken care of. Wearing, they wore him the best coat of many colors. And this is him. But he has a destiny future that God wants him to fulfill. And at the appointed time, according to Genesis chapter 50 verse 20, when the final thing, the way Joseph was crowned and became emperor and everything, and they now finally found out that this is their brother. The Bible says, they begin to cry and say, please forgive us. And they were lying even the process. Say, eh. Our father said when he was alive that you should not harm us. He said, don't worry. Say you did that for evil. You did it for evil. But God was, has turned it to good. Why? There is a purpose for it. To save the lives of so many people. Because if you have not sent him ahead, Family would have destroyed his own immediate family and even all over the world because it was a worldwide family at that time. Praise Master Jesus. Praise Jesus. So you have to now 
conclude in your mind. Make peace with yourself now. Oh Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what I'm going through. Because I know you are working out something good for my life. You cannot see me going through this space and you are not concerned. The Bible says Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15. It says we have a high priest who is not, who you can say that is not concerned about your infirmities. He has gone through all that we went through. And even in that temptation, he did not fall. Praise the Lord. So he knows whatever you are going through. In everything, begin to thank him. Say, God, I thank you for this. Because I know that this is just for a while. Apostle Paul said something. He said, our light affliction is just for what? It's for a while, a moment. And it's working out a waiting world, glory for our sake. You can copy down these Bible verses because of time. It's working out a lot of things for us. You can write 2 Timothy 3, 12, Hebrew 4, 15 to 16, Colossians 1, 9 to 12, anyone you get, 1 Thessalonica, uh, Thessalonica 5, 18, 1 Peter 4, 19, 2 Corinthians 4, 8 to 9, 2 Corinthians 4, 16, 17 to 18, Hebrew 12, 2, Luke 21, 28, 2 Corinthians 3.18 He said we behold in a glass. Yes. Jeremiah 9.24 Psalm 42.7-8 Romans 8.28 First Peter 4.12 Then 2 Corinthians 12 verse 8-9 to So I am going to round up with this word. Please. These three things I want us to go home with. If it is only this that we can take, that we can take home tonight how Paul was able to succeed and he came out triumphantly. The first one, according to 2 Corinthians 4, 16, the Bible says he embraced the problem he was going through. Do you know, in the whole thing, Paul wrote, he wrote all those encouraging epistles to the church while he was in prison. He never allowed his prison life, the trials and the bounds, that he was going through to affect him. He never accused and asked God question one day. Because do you know what was his secret? He, he has entered into a full spiritual understanding of God's will for his life. He knows that, okay, this is God's will for my life, that I must go through it. He has come to that realization. So he's not seeing all those things as anything. Even when they were depriving him to, from going to Rome, Say, don't go this way. This is what they will do to me. Say, please, don't disturb me and don't allow all these things. What is I'm going? It's in that room. I'm going there. Praise the Lord. So we must come to that full spiritual understanding of God's will for our lives. And God's will for our lives is written where? In the Word of God. So we have to spend time to study the Word of God concerning our lives. Because many of us, we lack this understanding. This revelation has not been opened to us. That is why we complain with right.
a shame. And his eyes, he behold what? The crown. So let it come to our consciousness for us to take our eyes from that temporal thing. Ah, you don't have food, it's temporal. I'm going through the sickness, it's temporal. All we say, I am, I am content. I know I am going through this. I am going through. The Bible does not say you are staying there. You are going through it. Always know that I am going to come out better. Take off your eyes from the temporal thing. And look on to the spiritual thing. That is 2 Corinthians 4, 17 to 18. And finally, behold the glory. He behold the glory. And this glory is not revealed outside nothing. The glory is revealed where in the word of God. And it is through the help of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost said, the light shineth what? In darkness. And darkness cannot what? Comprehend the light. The light of the word that comes, bring God's word, glory. And it makes you, you begin to smile. People be asking, what is happening? Every time I see this person, he's smiling. I'm only a baptist they well for. Now lie. If you open your mouth, tell you what they go through. Eh? You go over thank God for your life. You thank God. Praise God. So that is the three things that was just uh, Paul's secret. And God wants us to operate in that realm. Come to a full understanding that whatever you are going through, God is, is in the know of it. And that is the will of God for you to fulfill his purpose. Take your eyes away from the temporal thing that you are going through now. Because your today can never be your tomorrow. You, your tomorrow will be better. He wants you to go through it so that you can have a testimony. And say, ah, I know when things were like this. But today I'm better. So that you can be in a better position to encourage somebody. There's only somebody who encourage. There's only somebody who encourage. So he wants you to endure it with joy, happiness. Hey, is not finished for you. No finish. All is well. And when you begin to confess it, you begin to put confession to the devil. The devil will be wondering. Today the enemy wanted to put some things in my mind. Still on the issue I'm talking. I said, devil, get behind me, Jared. It's yours. He wanted to make my spirit down again. I said, today I want to come and tell people of God. Eh? With this revelation and truth that God has given to me, you cannot stop me. You know, devil knows. He sees. Here he will come. He, was, he will come because he knows that God wants to do something today. He will just want to, you know, scatter your mind. Praise the Lord. So that what you are saying will be as if you are, you know, you are telling lies. So please, church, brethren, God loves us. He knows your beginning and from the end. If really that sickness would kill you, wouldn't it have killed you? Some people have been going through that sickness. They go through it and they just die. But you are being in it and nothing happens. Show you that God is working out something for you. Just trust him and believe him. And you see things coming around for you. In Jesus name. God bless us. Jesus. <laughs>